TG Geeks, episode 133, September 4th, 2017. Needles, whales, and fists. What more could you ask for? Hello and welcome to another webcast from TGGeeks.com, where Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks, talk about all aspects of geekdom and nerdery. Sci-fi, comics, film, horror genre, you name it, we talk about it. I'm Keith Lane and we're coming to you from TG Squared Studios in lovely Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm Ben Raggington, also coming to you from, we've been gone for three weeks and I don't remember how any of this works. <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, we've been on vacation for... Close to... Th it was close, just shy of three just weeks. Just shy of three weeks, yeah. We we did lots of stuff, and that's what we're going to talk about in our first segment. So we're just going to go right into it as we speak. That's normally the music we use for op-ed pieces, but... Uh, I guess. <laughs> Well, we haven't used it in a long time. No, it was nice to hear it. <laughs> but anyway, so we we took a uh, an extended vacation. Uh, Boy, or, that's an understatement. Yeah, originally it was uh, supposed to be just a, a cruise to Alaska. Yeah, so the and, book ended with Seattle, though, and I'm glad we did. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun because we have a lot of friends in Seattle, and it was a lot of fun just being in Seattle, and, and where we stayed mm -hmm. was perfect. We didn't have to drive in downtown Seattle. Crazy traffic. Only once. Just once. And uh, so that was kind of nice. We were able to ride the light rail because that, that was right outside our door of our it hotel. It could <laughs> not have been more convenient. And it was always and it was within, cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. And it was within blocks of wherever we were heading. Yeah. So uh, we made it to Seattle. And the first thing we did on the first evening, because we got there uh, late afternoon, we got checked in and settled in the hotel and et cetera, et cetera. And then we went to uh, this place that a friend of ours, or of yours and mm -hmm. ours, had turned us on to, oh, many years ago. When we were there in 2004. Whenever five, it was. Yeah, it was, it was. 13 Coins. It's, yes. It's really a kitschy restaurant. It's been there forever. It's a Seattle institution. You walk in, and, and the whole interior is like stepping back into the 60s. You almost feel like Sean Connery's James Bond is going to walk in any moment. Yep. So that, it's really awesome. And the food is amazing. The food is good. Yeah. So then the next day we did the underground tour. We did this underground tour. Apparently Seattle is built on old Seattle. Yeah. At least parts of it. Yeah. And I, I, I learned something, you know, on this tour. I had always thought that Seattle was, um, it, the fire broke out because of an earthquake similar to San Francisco. Right. And then it was buried and they built on top of it. But it was just, uh, it was You had Beth Cato's things. book in your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, while we were in Seattle, we did not see any Fantastics and Rainier. No! Rainier did not explode, so. Uh, no, you Rainier, know. you know, I, I, I was I, I was hoping to see some transients and say, no, no vampires. No vampires. No, yeah. Darn. We're kind of mi mixing the genres, the streams there. Yeah, a bit. So anyway, but the Underground Tour, you really enjoyed that. Th that lot. was, uh, I got some great photos. You can find those on Facebook. 
Uh, I plan to put those eventually on Flickr when I have a chance, and, may, and I'll write up an article on it. But yeah, the Underground Tour was terribly interesting, but for the both of us, not what we expected. Yeah, it was really interesting, so... I, I think I was kind of expecting things to look a little bit more uh, polished, I guess. It, it was all like in ruins. Yeah, it, it, it truly was. It's yeah. still still underground. It's still very much underground, although apparently they do use, I guess they use part of it for special events. Yeah, so it, it, was, it, was, it was fascinating. It was fun. I would like to do some of the more themed visits, you know, like, yeah. like, like the, the mystery or the ghost visit or something like that. that could right, be right, right. So then uh, the next day, that was kind of took up one day and yeah. we made it back. I mean, we didn't, we took things kind of leisurely, mm-hmm. you know, riding the train in and then doing the thing. Well, and that was then, the whole point of a vacation, not going yeah. rush, rush, rush. Yeah. And we, and we had some dinner plans. Was it that night or uh, it may have been that night? Oh, uh, that's, I think that might've been the night we saw Randy. Yeah. A, a school friend of yours and yeah. who works at, uh, worked, worked, worked. worked. He's retiring. He's from retired. Boeing. He had retired like he was retiring within a couple of days just of when we saw him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was retiring from Boeing. Uh, lives in Renton, just outside of yeah. Seattle. So we got to see the Renton facility, and mm-hmm. that was really kind of neat. That was far out. It was fascinating. I mean, the line just, of planes that yeah. they're being assembled in their hangar was they're, just phenomenal. Yeah, they had five seven thirty sevens lined up. In one hangar. Yeah. Uh, and they, they push one out every day. It was so assembly line. It, it, it was The, the efficiency fabulous. is amazing. Yeah, he said that they, they turn out, uh, there's two different lines there, and they turn out 47 uh-huh. 737s every m- month. single month. That's, That's shocking. unbelievable. So, you know, like I said, they turn out, they push one out every day. So they're lined up there and all the parts are there and they push one out the door every day to go do the testing and, and whatnot. And you don't hear a plethora of stories about <laughs> 737s breaking down like that. So you can yeah. only assume that the Boeing, even though they're cranking out 47 a month, that they're doing it right. Yep. So then the next day we met some friends and went and had brunch at the Space Needle and wandered around there for a bit. And mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Oh, the Space Needle's amazing. Yeah, it's really... It's it's like its own... It, it, uh, the restaurant up there, it's like the Compass Room here in Phoenix where it does a 360. I don't know exactly what... It, it, I, don't, I don't think it's uh, a full hour. I don't recall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long But it does there. eventually <laughs> give you a full panoramic view of the, in, of the entire... Downtown Seattle, Puget Sound, Sound yeah. all of it. I mean, it's yeah. it was just gorgeous, and the weather was fantastic while yeah, we were there too. It was really nice. Yeah, the uh, Rainier really didn't come out in, during our visit, except no. for the very last day the that we were there. Very last day, Rainier and finally decided to make an appearance, and then obviously, and then on the plane, on the plane when we drew, flew over it. So yeah, it's it like nice. you can't hide from us now. Yep. So that that was really interesting, and then after we had brunch, we went down to the Museum of Pop Culture, which was and that's not what it originally was when we were there. Two oh yeah, years, or so oh, many years gosh. ago. Yeah, it was it was several different museums. It was you like had to Museum of Science Fiction, Museum yeah. of Music, but now it's Museum of Pop Culture. Yeah, and so it's everything. You buy one admission to all of it. There was a, a special admission uh, piece though to uh, a Jim Henson, Jim Henson, uh, display. And it was, that was fascinating. Oh, that was wonderful. Uh, taking, you know, how he uh, grew up and, and got into the puppet puppeteering mm-hmm. and, and then the Muppets and the, uh, the whole nine yards. And the I whole didn't reali- history of it. I didn't realize that the Muppets have been around since the late fifties. Well, yeah. I mean, I was you shocked know. to find out that <laughs> Kermit actually made it. He made Kermit made his debut on the Steve Allen show. Yeah. 
It was just wow. fascinating. It was fascinating. It was fantastic. And you saw all the puppets. You know, the Count was there. Ernie and Bert were there. Kermit was there. I mean, it, it, everything that he did, and, and not just the Sesame Street characters, but also things that he did oh, with, yeah. with like Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. Yeah. It was fantastic. As I would recommend checking that out. Quit your whining. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it had the Star Trek wing. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh, the Star Trek wing was. You spent. We spent more time there because yes. obviously that was your big thing. Oh, that yeah. We yeah. and we saved that for last. Yeah, and but we did actually. I got. They had a full size Gort standing at yes the, at the entrance of the sci fi part, and it was just it was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was it was great. He even had a um, electrical plug next to him to plug him in. It's in the photo. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to plug him in? Yeah, in case okay. he needed extra power. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but the the whole museum was just fantastic. Yeah. It was just very incredible. enjoyable. <clears throat> and and the, and the, yeah, the they, music part. Oh my gosh. The, oh, the David Bowie section. Yeah, they had <gasps> a Oh, a it, it almost made me cry. Of, of, well, it did make me cry. I mean, I was just Walking through there, and it was, it was the art of I can't remember who it well, was. Well, it was somebody that he worked with. It was yeah. his uh, guitarist in uh, the the Planet of Mars band. Yeah, and he took a bunch of photos of David during that entire time with you know of the Ziggy Stardust era, and just made those all available. Yeah, and there was even uh, some fantastic video. <laughs> excuse me, of them redoing like Space Oddity. Yep. Oh, it it, it I I just. I remember you and I just, we found a little seat and there was a bunch of us. We were just sitting there just soaking it all up. It was yep. amazing. It was great. So <laughs> the the Museum of Pop History w or Pop Culture was really fantastic. They had, and they had a guitar section. Yeah. Of all oh, the, the guitars. Oh my gosh. Guitars owned by many, many famous people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was just, it was amazing to see some of those uh, older guitars. And, yeah. And the prototypes of certain guitars of, that have become big names today. Mm -hmm. It was really, in fact, uh, what the word I was looking for, I don't know. It started to come out and then it just... It was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. So Yeah, I absolutely loved it. And so I would say to anybody, if you are going to be in the downtown Seattle area and you're really into all various forms of pop culture, you've got to go to this museum. Absolutely. You will not Absolutely. regret it. It is really fantastic. So then let's see. The next day, I think, the, yeah, the next day was when we did the Museum of Flight. That was, <clears throat> that was great. fantastic. And we went with a, a friend of ours who has a, a month or a... Uh, it's like an annual pass. An annual pass. And she was had several meetings, so we didn't really know exactly when um, we were going to go. So we just, whenever she was done, she said, I'm ready. And she picked us up or she came to the hotel. And then we went over to the Museum of Flight and saw that. And there were some fascinating. The aircraft there was, <coughs> the, the all the different types of aircraft. It was just incredible to see. Yeah. And they had uh, some NASA pieces. Yeah. And it was just uh, we didn't get enough time to no, spend No, you there. need a full day, if not more, <laughs> in order to really see all the different exhibits that are there and fully appreciate them. They got a number of films there. 
I mean, they, they, we caught one movie about uh, space travel, which was kind of like more of a PSA. But the 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 film we saw on a military aircraft. Yeah, that was fascinating. Wow. Wow is right. We it was with those two films we had to. That was about, it, it took up so much time. That was, that was about an hour between well, the two, maybe yeah, a little under. A li- well, a little bit more was because more? the time in between and oh yeah and yeah yeah. Well, it, I'm just so, talking. I'm just yeah. talking. I mean, the, the two movies you know in of themselves. But you're right. Yeah. There was the wait time. So yeah, we were talking maybe an hour and a half total. Yeah. So it took up a bunch of time. So we had but to I don't pick and it. choose what we we saw after that. And yeah. We chose to go out uh, see the NASA piece and then. Oh, we went to, across the street uh, to the hangar where all right. the big static displays were. Yeah, which and was slightly disappointing. Well, some of them were. Some of them were. Um, they had taken most of the insides out of uh, some of the static displays, like well, the seven forty seven. Well, the seven forty seven though that was a prototype. True. So well, it well really and didn't... also the seven the seven eighty seven that yeah. they they had over there was a. Uh, not the finished model. It right. was a prototype model as well. So that's why it looks so very incomplete. I mean, that's why it looks like it got stripped. But there were others, like um, the Air Force One. The old Air Force the One. The old Air yeah. Force One from the Nixon era up right. to, oh gosh, uh, yeah. Carter used it, I believe they said as well. Yeah. That was really cool. It was fascinating, yeah. So that was uh, that was a seven... Uh, I don't think it was a 747. I don't think so. I think it was like a 727 right. or something like that. But it was anyway. still so cool. Yeah, to it go was fascinating. But that that was uh, that was really kind of neat. I, I enjoyed museum that museum, and I really yeah. I would love to go back just and you know, and dedicate a day for that. Yeah. So then after we did the Museum of Flight, we had to pick somebody up at the airport. We had to pick up Aaron's husband. Yep. And then we went downtown, and we had some dinner, and we had flaming cheese. Had flaming cheese, yep. And we went did the Great Wheel. That's on, the, it's it's right the at the waterfront. Seattle Wheel, or yeah, the big, big Ferris. It's wheel a Ferris thing. wheel. Yeah, which yeah, I did okay with. <laughs> Your sister was like, "Who is this person?" <laughs> yeah. And we were going to do Wings Over Washington, but... But somebody uh, decided to leave some protein there, (laughs) if you know what I mean. So we didn't do that, but but the next day we went back downtown and we did the Pike Place Market and all kinds of... That's such a fascinating place. It's it's mad. It's it's like their version of Fisherman's Wharf. Yep. Uh, Except not quite as touristy, I think. Yeah, and we, we got a... A uh, a video of the fish throwing. Yeah. And, uh, Although, to be honest, I'm a little disappointed with the fish throwing in that it's not being done for practical reasons. It's all done for show now. Well, so, but they would only do it if you purchased something. Uh, that was why. Is that we, how it worked? That, yeah, that's why uh, we didn't get to really see a, a whole display of it. And, you know, everybody was standing there. But anyway. But well, we did see the fish being thrown. I mean, that's... Re- that's it's... It's become such a, a a shtick now. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was far out. But I mean, then, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, and then we wandered. The entire around. market is oh huge. Oh my gosh, it's just enormous. It's and all kinds of people. Fabulous this and, produce. This and that and the other, and it was just amazing. It really is. The, the produce they have there is just amazing. Yeah. So after that, we went over and uh, we did the. Finally, the got to do Washington. Wings Over Washington, which was quite nice. I liked it a lot. <laughs> so it was yeah, it was a lot of fun and. 
that was um, our Friday or s- Saturday. That was Saturday. That's Saturday. That was yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yes, because the next day was we're boring, boring. Whoop, <laughs> Sorry, boarding, my, boarding. My, my Freudian slip just showed. Yeah. We were boarding the ship. Yes, we got on the ship. We had friends that came in and stayed, and then we went down to the port and we got on the ship and. We're going to just not say anything more about the ship. We'll just say about where we went. Yes. Uh, first stop was, I was surprised at the destinations and the order that they had. Yeah, it was it was odd because previously. I would have thought we would have gone to the most northern spot and then worked down, but apparently we didn't. Did yeah, we? yeah. Because I remember when we did Disney uh, several years ago, we, we did Skagway first. Yeah. It, and then went down to Juneau. Yeah, but this time it was flipped weird. around. Yeah, they're all kind of It was a little weird. odd. Yeah. But yeah. we got we got we did uh, Juno, um, which included a trip to the Mendenhall Glacier. Yeah, some which whale has watching. receded significantly yeah, oh in gosh. the last three years. The amount of recession on that is just shocking. It, it shocking. almost made me sad. Yeah, and it did whale watching after that, and yeah. then the next day we were in Skagway. We did the train. Did the train all the, the way up and back. Right past the Yukon train, and actually this time. We did instead of stopping and switching the engines around, we actually were got the first up. We were the loop train, which we got an extra six or seven miles out of the trip, yeah. and we went all the way around while the and at a slow pace, and um, got to while the other trains were making their switches of the mm-hmm. engine, putting it back in front and etc. So then we got to go all the way back down, and it was it was a fascinating trip. It, it really was. I, I spent most oh, of my time on the way up. Yeah, out on the, we were in the front car, so I was out in front of the front car, with the engine directly in front of me. So I was doing some photos and videos, and yeah, you got some really and, great content. Yeah, freezing. My hand is still cold. Yeah, you, <laughs> but you got some phenomenal content. Yeah, it's really beautiful great. stuff there. So and that, uh, then the day after that, we that was uh, was that Ketchikan or the Mendenhall Gla- uh, I mean, or Glacier Bay? Uh, we did Glacier Bay next. Ah, I, was we, it? I can't or, recall now. Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was Glacier Bay. We did Glacier Glacier Bay. That was which incredible. was beautiful and uh, surprising. Yeah, it was. I mean, a, we saw. A, I, I I remember pointing out this this big landmass there and finding out oh no that's a glacier that's completely filled with dirt now yeah it, I thought it was just that was just a rock landmass. mountain carved out and left after the glacier right <laughs> but, and and we we heard calving taking place which was amazing and you yeah. saw a little bit and that was the weirdest part you just see this little bit of ice falling off the glacier and the noise just a little tiny bit of ice and the noise that it would make. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. surprising. Yeah, it was, was not like uh, when we did Tracy Arm, right? The great glacier there, because there was lots of calving in that. It was, yeah, and it's a much smaller mm, channel. Yeah, exactly. But this was the Marjorie Glacier, and then th- there was like four four glaciers, glaciers in, in there. there. Yeah, something like that. It was amazing. And uh, we, there was a, a park ranger for that area, and she said, "Oh yeah, that glacier it's still being pushed." Into the ocean because there's new ice that is forming at the source of it, which was way beyond our view. Yep. Fascinating. Just fascinating. And, of course, then uh, we had to do Ketchikan, which it was raining like crazy. Well, we should point out that, yeah, we went into uh, a store in the touristy downtown area of Ketchikan, and the, the shop owner said that this was the wettest summer that they've had in 40 years. Yep. Great. 
So it was uh, it was fun being wet. <laughs> uh, no, no, it wasn't. I mean, and we were bundled, and it didn't matter because it's that. It, as my friend Paul, when we saw him uh, at the end of our vacation, he said, "It's that fine misty rain that oh, just yeah. gets through everything." Yeah, but we we did make find our. Uh, Fish and chips place. We found the fish and chips which place. Which we went the wrong way after we got off the ship because we were in a different place. Right. And, well, the sh- yeah, the, the ship docked uh, in a completely different area than what we were used to, so yeah. we had to walk the extra distance to get over there. So we had we had halibut, cod, and, and salmon. salmon fish and chips. Which oh, was, oh my gosh, delish! Just wonderful. Absolutely, delicious. the halibut was so tasty. And yum had, yum yum. We had to have it just for the halibut. Yeah, and we skip. We had a really really uber light breakfast. Yeah. Because unfortunately, we had a very short port of call, so we had to have an early lunch there. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was a bit of a bummer there, but it was still a great, uh, great little treat. Yeah. And then our last stop was in Victoria, BC. Oh my which, word! We need to spend two days there. Oh my gosh, we didn't get there till six. Actually, we need to spend a week there. Yeah, and and so we we had a, a bus tour, and that was going to drop us off at Butcher Gardens, and it was. By the time we got there, it was, it was, it was just after eight o'clock. Just beginning to be dusk. We took a photo of the sign, and by the time we made it, we went over to look at the underground garden just from the top and took a photo, made our way over to the Japanese garden, and it started to get dark right mm-hmm. then. So we had a we still got some good photos. Forty five minutes and then But yeah, it just got to be too dark. You really couldn't do anything just, with it. Fabulous. It is oh so my God. unbelievably gorgeous. Nothing could have prepared me for how beautiful it was. Yeah. We have that's a that's another one of those two or three day affairs. Easily that, that you have to go. Especially and, if you like to take photographs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because every time you turn around, there's a new angle. And the Japanese garden was just so it, beautiful. It truly was a religious experience. It was. It was very spiritual. Yeah. It, so. it was just unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, so we got back on the, the ship and the next day we disembarked in Seattle and got to, be, saw got your to see friend my friend Paul. Paul and went back down to the market. I finally got to go to Beecher's and yeah. have some handmade oh, cheese. I, and, oh, <laughs> the cheese that we had. I had a Dungeness crab grilled cheese sandwich that bowled me over. It was incredible. And they had macaroni and cheese with their cheese. Oh my gosh. But you had one that had um, chilies. And, yeah, what kind of chilies was that? Do you remember? Uh, they were Anaheim's, uh, but they were it was, it was quite good. good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So after that, uh, we made our way back home the next day. And Pretty much, yeah. I mean, uneventful. <laughs> yeah, very uneventful. Although on the plane, we finally did get that really great view of Rainier because we were flying right over her. Yeah, it was really great. So that was our two weeks in Seattle and Alaska. Yes. Yeah. It 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 felt epic. It was. It was pretty epic, and it, it, I, wow, I'm, I t- I don't regret that we did it. No, I have all. no regrets that we did it. Um, Seattle itself is is always enjoyable. Oh, yeah. There's so much to do, so much to see, and as you pointed out, we have so many friends who live up there. Oh my gosh, we just couldn't see all of them. No, no, just... we we couldn't, and as much as we wanted to, and uh, and then of course. Really, I think for the cruise, the big highlight was Victoria. Yeah, for me, it really was. It was unbelievably beautiful. The weather was spectacular. Oh yeah! By the time we got to Victoria, it, the rest oh, of Alaska well, was. Well, let's talk about what we saw as we were sailing down to Victoria. Oh yeah, yeah. We when we should, we we should did, backtrack and talk yeah. about Juno. When we went to Juno and we saw the whales, we went on the whale watching. I got some good video of the 
whales doing their they're uh, just going up and going up down and, and then they're diving you see the fluke and, and, and all fluke that and, and all that but we we saw no chin slapping no like we did the last time but on the way sailing down to victoria oh. it kind of cleared off a bit we saw Much a weather. bunch of whales chin slapping. All coming up and smacking the water with their chins. Yeah, so it was really great. It was wonderful. I remember we were having uh, breakfast yep. inside, and we just happened to be, we had a window table, and all of a sudden people just start gathering like mad, and you look out, and there's all these, just every time you, you look, there's another whale coming up, and it would just, its head would come out of the water and then just smack smack its chin against the water yeah, they just jump up out of the water yeah it was amazing it was fantastic you know, so like i felt kind of like that's what we missed out yeah. in juno and they were they were so far in the distance that it wasn't as impressive as what we saw not not the in previous juno, time years, the previous ago, time yeah. oh my gosh they were within a mile of us yeah and on the ship they were several miles out but it was still pretty cool <laughs> to see yeah i mean well they were less than a quarter mile and yeah on, the last tour yeah we well because we were in that in that that bay right so that was uh that was our vacation so it was a great time i really i, I really did enjoy it yeah um i yeah i i did have a good time it's nice to be back oh yeah nice to be back uh nice to be back in um well we we had hoped to hit dry weather <clears throat> yeah it's not quite dry here yet it's still humid <laughs> and still hotter humid. than heck yep so that's it yeah Hi, this is Miguel Rodriguez from Horrible Imaginings Film Festival, and you are listening to Two Gay Geeks Podcast. And here's a few selected birthdays for September 4th through September 10th, 2017. September 4th, Dick York. The original Darren. The original Darren from Bewitched. Also, Jason David Frank. Who luckily survived Phoenix Comic Con. <laughs> exactly. Sheesh. And then uh, Beyonce. Did you know she had a last name? Does she? Yes. Well, so not... It's not, okay, so it's not like Cher. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, she's become... Or, or like Wong. Yeah, she's just become Beyonce. But yeah. She has a last name. <laughs> well, I would hope so. Did you Knowles it? No, I didn't. <laughs> September 5th, George Lazenby. Bob Newhart, Michael Keaton, Freddie Mercury, oh, of Queen, of Queen, Daryl Zanuck, and good, good friends, friend Tatiana. Tatiana Patton. Happy birthday, Tatiana and Greg Glow, both of them in San Diego. Well, fantastic. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be seeing Greg uh, next week. Hopefully, when we're down in San Diego, he plans to be there. Yeah, September sixth, Id Idris Elba, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. And Joanne Worley. Melons! There you go. September 7th, Dario Argento. He was a protege of um, Italian horror. Um, Bava? Mario Bava, yes. Also on September 7th, Buddy Holly and James Van Allen was born in 1914. I'm guessing he's the one who discovered the Van Allen radiation belt. Yes, he is. And Queen Elizabeth. Boy, she's around, been around a long 1533? time. 1533? 1533, yes. Wow, she's looking great. Yep. Oh, uh, she's had work done. <laughs> yes, she has. Actually, the, I think that was Queen Elizabeth the first. first? Oh, yes. is that it? That's what it is. September 8th, Martin Freeman, Peter Sellers... And Anton Dvorak, 1841, famous composer. September 9th, Otis Redding. 
sitting on the dock of the bay. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> but no one sings it like that. Yes. Henry Thomas and Hugh Grant. September 10th, Jose Feliciano, who made uh, several songs. Oh, dear Lord. But there's one that always comes back <laughs> yes. every year. Every year. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Yes. And also on September 10th, the famous beverage Arnold Palmer. Uh, oh, no, no, it was actually the golfer, golfer. Ar- Arnold, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> but he was named after a drink. How amazing <laughs> oh, yeah, is that? that? Wow. Amazing. <laughs> also on September 10th, a friend of the show, Brad Boyer. And good, our good very friend. good friend, Gordon Street Third. And that's it for the birthdays this time. Technorama, the podcast for geeks, because geeks are better than cool. You don't hear someone say, get away from me, you cool person. Who's going to have their 65-inch home theater system installed by the cool squad? Not me, that's for sure. How much cool cred do you have? Not enough to care about. Think you'll find any canned unicorn meat at thinkcool.com? It's just a part domain name. They don't even have roadkill in a paper cup. That's why you need to start listening to Technorama, because that's what geeks do. Go to chuckchat.com and listen to Technorama before you turn cool. Go give a listen to our friends Chuck and Craig over at Technorama Podcast. They're at uh, DragonCon They're at DragonCon right now. In fact, yeah. um, I saw a photo... Uh, they're saying Sam Roberts. Yeah. Sam. Uh, Crazy Joe was there. Yeah. A bunch. Yeah. And bunch Gary of... Lindros. And... That's right. Gary Lindros is there. But yeah, oh my gosh. Everybody. I'm, in fact, from what uh, everybody tells me, I, I think Chuck's going to be the exception, but everybody who goes there, they don't attend any of the panels. They just go there to socialize. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So hopefully, we'll get down to Dragon Con sometime. Someday. Yeah. So now it is time for. Our feedback palooza. Yeah, lots, lots, lots of feedback. So let me get quickly get started. Um, Tracy Birdsall, she she surfaced again to one more time uh, say how awesome TG Geeks episode one twenty six was, where well, we interviewed that? her. Yay. So she she had to comment yet again, and she said, "Awesome, thank you. Check this fun. Uh, check out this fun interview. Love talking to fellow sci fi geeks." And and again. Uh, check out that episode. That was a really fun interview. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Tons of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then moving forward to episode 128, we got some comments uh, regarding that. First from your cousin, Carol. Yeah. She says, you and Ben, referring to you, Keith, you and Ben are awesome. I'm proud of you. Well, thank you, Carol. And then we got a, uh, a comment from Arkel. Um, <laughs> apparently, there was a slight... Um, a little typo. little typo, and uh, we called called poor Brian ankle and and his answer his comment is ankle <laughs> yes <laughs> he then added that small world gene of krypton radio is actually a friend of my mom's she's currently a contributor to his patreon how about that it's a small world after all and then moving forward to uh, episode 129 where we got to interview 
good friend of the show and 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 personally Jonathan Latt. And he said Jonathan I had Jonathan Latt. Who the hell is that? <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> I uh, just had to because it naturally. Of course it did. <laughs> Why else? Yes, me being silly. So, uh any John any anyway, Jonathan left a comment saying, I had a great time with Keith Lane and Ben and Ben Ragginson. I can't even say my own name. How sad is that? I know. On their show this week. I love having a chance to catch up with these two guys and geek out. We talk about tons of stuff and generally geek out for about an hour. Follow the handy dandy link if you're curious, because he posted this uh on, on his, on his Facebook, Feb- yeah. Facebook page. He's a um, and he says, so follow the handy dandy link if you're curious and like hearing me babble on like a madman. And I have to add something. Um, he he generally blogs on Facebook regularly, yep. and lately he's normally it's kind of just really ranty, crazy stuff. Lately he's been blogging on about his sobriety, and and I could not love this guy more. Yeah. After I mean he's he's Jonathan is just such an amazing an amazing guy and i i feel just utterly blessed that we could count him as a friend absolutely i really am i i just love that guy to death and then we did get another comment from arkel from uh, also episode 129 and he says i think it's worth noting that my display name on twitter hasn't been the nazi punching scald for a few weeks now i know yes we we know we neglected to change it on, uh, on our notes we're sorry about that he says, um, I changed it to the human arkle to match human my, ankle. The human ankle. Yeah. <laughs> as, as opposed to the not human ankle or, or the human knee. Yeah. Uh, I changed it to human elbow. The human elbow. Yeah. Okay. See, th- this is not ruined. <laughs> it's it's ruined. utterly ruined. Uh, anyway, he says he changed it to match his Tumblr username, which was attached to his personer. Personer. Personer Tumblr. Personer Tumblr name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, the incorrect Voyager quotes thing being one of his side tumblers, along with, oh boy, Shea Apocalypse, Shea Apocalypse fan tumbler, hellseyesheapocalypse.tumblr.com, oh, which I run with my permission from Shea co-founder Lindsay Ellis. Wow, that's a mouthful. Is it just plain Arkle? As a Tumblr blog URL was already taken, what? whether it's for the Irish racing horse of the 1960s or for boxer model um, Rosanna Arquette. I mean Rosanna Arkle. I have no idea. Rosanna, Rosanna Arkel. Rosanna, Rosanna Arkel. Yeah. I have no idea. I never bothered to look it up as my nickname has nothing to do with either of those. And after the butchering that we just did with it, neither does anything we have to say. Yeah. And he'll probably never talk to us again. Never again. <laughs> and then uh, we got uh, regarding episode 130, where we interviewed Hannibal Taboo. He says, had a great time as a guest on the Two Gay Geeks podcast talking irrational numbers and more. we And that was another yeah, that just was great. awesome interview. Yep. I can't wait to talk to him again in the future. And then, um, okay, this we had um, a comment regarding the Robotech panel that we attended at Comic-Con in San Diego. Um, it, we, at, had, we had it in moderation. We had it in while. moderation for quite a while because it the, the content was basically uh, a rant. And... Well, it, it, well, it had nothing to do with the content of the yeah. panel itself. So it was in moderation. Um, uh, and But I will say this. It was a great panel. Yes, the, the Robotech panel was really great. And it was, uh, it was something the fans that were the, in who, attendance Everybody who was in attendance was yeah. very, very excited 
and and again, I keep thinking back to that 3D game board. It's like, oh my, oh my God. gosh, I, yeah, and I, great. that I would own, you know, and I, I'd probably suck at the game, but I don't care. It looks great. And uh, then we had um, an article that we ran uh, because of Comic Con about Ready Player One. And we got a comment from Mr. Technorama himself, Chuck Tomasi, and he says, This is going to be huge. Highly anticipated. I predict big box office dollars for the first few weekends. Timing of the release is going to be everything. And he's yep, right. Exactly. Um, they'll, they'll probably, uh, the Warners will probably move that release date around because they're going to want to make sure that yeah, it doesn't that conflict with right anything. Time. Exactly. They're going to want to make sure that that has got at least a full week all to itself. And uh, then uh, we, of course, if you want to check out all the Comic-Con coverage that we did from San Diego, you can always go to our website, tggeeks.com, and all the links for everything that we've talked about in the feedback will be in the show notes, including this story. And we talked about you know, day one at Comic-Con, and we got a comment from Mark Ross. And what is Mark doing? Is Curse of the Phantom Shadow? Yes. We can't wait. Can't wait. And he and he wrote, "Great job, guys. Keep the Comic Con stories coming." Oh God, we were staying up to like two in the morning on that yep. stuff. And he says, "Hoping for a Blade Runner 2040, 2049 update." And then he adds, uh, "My most anticipated film next to Star Wars." I haven't been to Comic Con in a few years. Hoping next year will be a return trip. I would really like to screen my film there, and. And, and and tell if you do screen Curse of the Phantom Shadow, we will be all over that. We will be all over Seriously, it. we will be all over that one. Yeah. And then he added, one thing I do not miss, the lines. Hall H will have a huge line. Do we want to recap that story? No. Okay. <laughs> because it was a long line. It was a very, very, very long line with Andy Circus entertaining everybody. Yep. And uh, then we, but we did have a story about the second trailer, the second official trailer for Blade, for Blade Runner 2049. And Mark had to chime in, of course. And he says, so looking forward to this film. And I'm getting more and more excited about it. In fact, there's, there's actually a report estimating what the uh, runtime is going to be two, over two and a half hours yeah. long. This is going to be, gonna a, be a long film. It's going to be a long, you know, but it needs well, to be, I it think. it needs it. It needs, it needs it. to be. You gotta, you gotta do it right. Absolutely, and with Ridley Scott <clears throat> producing, I think it will be. And uh, then we got. Uh, well, need to back up. Everybody knows that we're big supporters of the 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 the, the short film Morning After. Yes, that has been directed by Patricia Chica and written by Christian Hotko. and they were going to finally release the official teaser trailer. That was announced on August 3rd. The trailer was to be released on August 4th. And Patricia Chica chimed in and she says, Hello, everyone. The trailer of Morning After will be released exclusively on TG Geeks slash TG Squared Studios website tomorrow, meaning August 4th. We can't wait. And yes, she gave us first dibs on that trailer. Yeah. You can find it a, on... We had an exclusive. We got the exclusive on that. Yep. You can actually find it. Uh, we'll have the link for that in our show notes. Yep. And uh, she then added, um, regarding our vacation, wishing a spectacular vacation to our lovely TG Geeks, Keith and Ben, co-executive producers. Can't wait to see you in L.A. or Phoenix. And we are planning to be there for the L.A. screening of this film. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. It'll be fun. And then lastly, we uh, had a review 
that was posted by one of our new contributors. Her name is Ro. She did a, a review for the movie Wind River, and the link for that will be in the show notes. And But Ro had to comment on her own article, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she says, I have a rule against missing a Jeremy Renner film. Yeah, so that... I'm glad to welcome uh, Ro as a contributor. As Absolutely, well as, uh, she's Jamie she's um, given mm -hmm. us already um, mm -hmm. two, if not three, reviews now. Three? I thought it was four. Maybe four. Yeah. So she's going to be contributing uh, movie reviews and possibly some book reviews yeah. and some other things. She's based in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Yep. So she'll be able to catch a lot of movie reviews that are uh, or movie screenings that are taking place down there that we cannot get to. Yep. So we also have uh, Andrea Richoff yep. that's going to be doing some some things for us on pop culture mm -hmm. and uh, movie reviews and maybe some book reviews, and then Jean Koch whenever when she, she finally gets, finishes, settles down when she when she gets when she finally settles because for it's, it's already been announced she's moving to Atlantic City uh, not Atlantic City Atlanta 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 City Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta. City. Atlanta City Atlanta City, <laughs> Atlanta, City. <laughs> Atlanta City not to be confused with Atlantis Morissette <laughs> yeah. Or, or that what's what's that that uh, road in uh, uh, at uh, Diagonally? Diagonally. Diagonally. Atlanta yeah. City. Atlanta City. That's it. Yes. <laughs> no, she's moving to Atlanta. Um, yes. Her her husband has. We can to, be derailed easily. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's so easy to do that yourself. Uh, yeah, she has to relocate. Her husband's job is moving there. So yes. once she so settled down, she she'll settled be down, she's going to continue to be. Us. She's going to work for us. So yay, yeah, we're really excited about that. We have that. a staff now. How we about actually that? have a writing staff. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Yes, uh, and uh, mm -hmm. that that is our feedback, and well, that's all of our feedback. Yeah, we thank you for everybody that has given us feedback. Uh, we certainly do want to hear from you, our wonderful listeners and readers of our uh, website. So. Check us out and leave a comment on our Facebook page. You can do it uh, on any of our articles that we post, on our episodes, on our YouTube episodes. And you can and you, you can always leave audio feedback through Facebook as yeah. well. And you can do uh, leave us a, a voicemail, and we'll play that on the uh, mm -hmm. on the show. And don't be alarmed about the the personal greeting has gone away on Skype. Thank you, our, Skype. Yeah, our Skype our phone number is a Skype line, but that. Uh, We'll uh, play it on air, 469-TG-Geeks. That is 469-844-3357. You don't need to hear their identification. They're the two gay geeks. They can go about their business. Move along. It's a cool theme. It is. I like it. So while we were away, something happened on Netflix. It's called The Defenders. And unfortunately... Don't get defensive about that. No, we can't. And, <laughs> and because we were pretty much off the grid, we really didn't have much... We, we couldn't watch it. We and, couldn't watch it, and we kind of stayed away from any spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. So we finally had a chance to watch it. Luckily, it was only eight episodes long, so we were able to mainline that yeah, in that three days' week, time. So, yeah, so it was kind of 
kind of nice to be able to see it and catch up to where everybody else was. And, yeah, without without much delay. And we're not going to give any spoilers. But well, I think everybody's already seen it by now. But yeah, we're not going to go into spoiler territory. We just want to give some quick thoughts just on that. quick thoughts. Um, and of course, this does pick up right where Iron Fist pretty much leaves off. Right. For the most part. And <laughs> I, I saw a post about... Uh, the what was it the three musketeers or the four, oh, four musketeers four yeah. musketeers and um it the one that it says <laughs> about uh, danny ran he is d'artagnan it's all about him inexplicably inexplicably all about <laughs> all him all about him he's just the worst ever and it's like yeah there you go yeah <laughs> so. uh, and you know we we did talk about mm. we're not going to get very spoilery here but we did talk about some of the things that we you know problems that we had with danny yeah it just i mean the, I, I got, the writing, the writing him, is not very good on I, him. I will say that in Defenders, his acting and martial arts, uh, the, the, the was fighting much, was a lot better. The fighting was a lot better. There was still some cheesy stuff, a but, little bit. But there was one scene where I kept thinking, "That's exactly the Danny Rand we exactly. were supposed to be." That's getting. what we should have gotten. But their writing of him, they, and I understand his whole story, but with. Finn Jones acting and the way they good. wrote it, he was a child. Oh, I mean, it was just it. it oh, you know, to, to, it just drove to, me nuts. To, to quote Thanos uh, from the first Avengers movie, I mean, he, he, he was that of a pouty child. Yep, and it ju- he was really disturbing, but he did get a little bit better. Yeah. as the series went on, but this wasn't really all about him. It it, it was about all. <clears throat> it was four about of all them. four of them. And one of the interesting things that we noticed was the cinematography for oh. each different character was their color palette, uh-huh. their cinematography. You know, I mean, they're, it, it's the look and feel of their series when they were as individuals. Right. And then there was a completely different color palette for mm-hmm. all of them together. Yeah. The the one for all of them all together, <laughs> it, it was it was like no color. It was it was just it was like almost technicolor. Almost. Right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the yellow for Luke, the purple for Jessica, the red for, for Matt, it was all fantastic. And we saw wonderful character developments yep. in these. You know, I don't know what people were, were expecting. I did read this morning some uh, some people that were saying, you know, how much I didn't like it. They found it boring. I don't know what they were wanting. I, were they wanting more of the action-y kind of stuff? And, and there was plenty of that. But this was really about the four individuals trying to come together on a common ground. Right. Um, but what was really fascinating is we finally got the full backstory on the hand. Right. Which was fascinating. And, and so we, we, we met some new people. We saw some old people. We saw some very, 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 very old people. And, uh, can you, I, you know, even though she's a bad person, how can you not love Madame Gao? Yeah. She, I love her. I love to hate her character. I do. She's fantastic. <laughs> and a lot of that is attributed to the actress. She's really amazing yeah, in it. Yeah, she is. But she really plays the character with such wonderful charm. Yep. She can be perfectly evil and do it with a smile. Yep. And 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 not an evil smile, but just this, it's as a grandmotherly kind of character. I adored her. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, I think this 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 was a good way to end this particular phase one right. of the Netflix Marvel heroes, it will be interesting to see where they go. They've already laid the groundwork for what's going to happen in Daredevil season three. Yeah, and they did. They did some wrap ups, but then they also left some 
Well, there's few uh, yeah, a few few little loose threads here and there. Yeah, uh, so loose was, loose edges. Yeah, it was fascinating. Um, right. With, without saying anything more. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I, I, I would I enjoyed it too. Yeah. If you generally like the majority of the the Marvel uh, Netflix heroes, check out Defenders if you haven't. You will not be sorry. Yep. And as always, we have our follow-up items. Check out our calendar on the website. Uh, we got uh, birthdays and film festivals and whatnot. Send us a note if you have something that you would like for us to put on the calendar. We'd be glad to do that. Come see us and say hi. We're going to be at the following events. Horrible Imaginings Film Festival in San Diego. We'll be there probably Friday, yeah. September the 8th. Yeah, hopefully by the... Start. Uh, uh, we we may be a little be. bit late, but what time does it start on Friday? It starts at four. Ooh, so we're we're, we're going to be pushing. We're really going to be pushing it, but we'll definitely be there Saturday, September 9th, Probably not on Sunday anytime, as we have to drive back and then and be at work the next day. Yep. So uh, we'll be at Horrible Imaginings. If you're there, stop by, say hi. We'll be glad to see you. We're going to have uh, some more of our wristbands that mm -hmm. we gave out at uh, Comic Con, so everybody will get one that wants one. Right. At OperaCon by Arizona Opera on October 21st. And then at uh, Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest sometime on November 11th and 12th. <clears throat> As you know, we're huge supporters of independent creators, whether it's filmmakers, comic book artists, writers, etc. There is a lot of talent out there. Tons. A tremendous amount of talent that doesn't get the big money and the fame and fortune, but... It is there nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them do crowdfunding to support their endeavors. And if you see somebody doing a crowdfunding campaign and there's independent creator of some kind, please consider contributing to that crowdfunding campaign. Usually, you know, most of them have as little as a dollar and you could get, you know, a thanks or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, do support them and uh, thanks for supporting independent creators. Right. Phoenix Comic-Con Fan Fest is on November 11th and 12th. Uh, they've just released a couple of guests mm -hmm. that they're doing. Right on the big one uh, is Ernie Hudson yep. of Ghostbusters. Yep, and some, what is it, Steven Universe, several of the characters yeah, from Steven Universe. Yeah, a couple Steven of characters Universe. from uh, Steven, uh, Steven Universe. And um, a cosplayer, I can't remember the uh, name. I can't remember either. I can't pull it up quick enough to put it in here. But uh, more information to come. They've got uh, tables open. For just about anybody, mm -hmm. you go to the, uh, my, I think it's myfanfest.com, and you can uh, possibly be an exhibitor at Phoenix Fan Fest. OperaCon by Arizona Opera, October 21st. It's uh, several special events planned prior to the performance of Hercules versus the Vampires. Stay tuned. We're going to have a little bit more, and you can check out Arizona Opera at azopera.org. We're also going to be doing an appearance in, uh, yeah, appearance uh, here in Phoenix. It's the podcasted yourself. Oh, yeah, podcast. Oh, shoot. I forgot to get that information. We'll have to um, put that in we'll the We'll put next. that into we'll the show it, notes. We'll put, put it in the show notes. We'll but put it in the show notes. But podcasted yeah, yourself is October 28th, I believe. I believe that sounds about it's right. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. And that is actually uh, in support October, yes, October 28th. And it is sort of in support of the new edition of Podcasting for Dummies mm -hmm. that was written by our friend uh, Chuck Tomasi and uh, T. Morris. And T. Morris. 
and they will have copies of the book there available mm -hmm. to sign and purchase or purchase and sign. There's going to be uh, a number of panels. Doing a number of panels on uh, best practices, mics or microphones, hardware, right. software, etc. It's a three or four hour event mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's cheap. So yeah, it's not very it expensive. Out. Podcast but, but it yourself. We'll have we, the information in the show notes. But we are going to be there. We yes. um, you're going to be presenting at a panel. I'm going to be moderating. So we got yeah, we will be putting an appearance there. So if you're in, if you're going to be in the Phoenix area and you want to check out, you know, you want to see us and you want to check out what it is to be a podcaster. Yeah, come to that panel. Exactly. Uh, we'll, and again, we'll have the notes for that in in the in the show notes for this episode. Yep. Special thanks to. Doctor Who Talking Who on Twitter. They publish the Doctor Who Fancast Guide that regularly republishes our own stories and reviews. You can find the Fancast Guide by looking them up on Twitter. They are at Talking Hugh. Talking Hugh. Talking Hugh. Hugh. Yes, Talking yes. Hugh. H-U-G-H. No, Talking Who. Also, we talked about Human Arkle, good friend Brian Weber. He publishes the Arkle Times Post-Dispatch News that also republishes our stories. You can find the Post-Dispatch News by going to Twitter and looking for at Ankle. Yes, I said that. <laughs> yes. Arkle, A-R-K-L-E. And he also has the incorrect Star Trek Voyager quotes that uh, he mentioned in the feedback. You can find that on Tumblr. We will have the link for that also in our show notes. Yep. And give us, I want to give a shout out to The Lucky Show. The twins, they are a lot of fun. Check Tons them out on uh, Twitter. They give us a lot of love there at Looky Show, but their main place is on YouTube. Look for Looky Show. They do reviews of older movies, not not just older movies, but uh, mostly older movies in a mostly. very unique way. So, and they're looking to diversify yeah. new areas. So they are very entertaining. So check yeah, them out. Check them out. Special shout out to the Facebook group, The Gay Geek not only because they allow us to share our content there, but because it's just simply a really awesome page. I know I say that every time, but I say it because it is true. It is an awesome group page. It's true. it's true. They have really great contributors there, which is you know basically anybody who subscribes. And you can find it by going to facebook.com slash groups slash the gay geek. And as always, our most heartfelt thanks to their moderator, Jeremiah Reeves for granting us permission to share our episodes there. Yes, thanks, Jeremiah. We want to remind you to occasionally click on our Amazon ads. You can find them on at the end of each article or of each of episode. We've also got some widgets on the right-hand side of the page for various things that we support. So click on them. It doesn't cost anything. If you choose to buy something from Amazon, use one of our search ads. We get a little bit of a kickback. And thanks for your consideration. And lastly, check us out on iHeartRadio and please rate us on and review us on iTunes and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Up next time. Probably some oh gosh, wrap, up of, wrap uh, up of horrible imaginings, horrible imaginings I would think, and maybe much. a few interviews that we might get while we're down there. Yeah, you never know. So check out next week.
Okay, that should do it for this episode of TG Geeks Webcast. Be sure to check out our article for this webcast episode. We'll have several links on the page. And remember, you can comment on our Facebook page or our website, tggeeks.com, or you can leave a voicemail at 469-TG-GEEKS. That is 469-844-3357. From TG Squared Studios, I'm Keith Lane. Thanks for listening. I bid you peace. Cheers, eh? 